to you, our guest speaker for today, as she brings a message of kindness. And uh, please welcome her. It's uh, Ms. Kelly Rokita. All right. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> Good morning. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me today. I get to preach and teach for you. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Kelly Rokita. I'm a member here at the church at Hanover. A little background about myself. I am starting my 21st year of teaching first grade. I have lasted that long in first grade. <laughs> I think I got the teaching bug from my mom. She had her whole professional career as a teacher. I grew up in a household where we enjoyed children. My brother and I would always be excited to um, volunteer in the toddler room at church, and we would volunteer at VBS. Here at New Hanover, I run two programs and manage them. The first program is called Open Arms. It's where I have the privilege of teaching God's word and God's love to people of all ages who have special needs. So it's like Sunday school for people with special needs. So here's some pictures of my kids that I get to teach. Um, they're a lot of fun. We have a good time. We, have, we try to do all kinds of fun things. So that day Mickey came. Sometimes our church mascot comes. But um, another program that I run is called Kids Sit. And Kids Sit occurs on the first Friday of every month. And what it is, is it's for families that have at least one child with special needs. They get to bring all their children to Kids Sit. And for three hours for free, we watch their children while they, the parents get to go out and have time together. Uh, every kid sit is so much fun. Here, um, one of my kids at kids sit was the homecoming queen in Spring Ford. So we put her on the back of a car with a sash and a crown, and we drove around the church parking lot, um, and she loved it. At kids sit, the kids and the volunteers view it as a night of fun and hanging out. My awesome volunteers wear their sneakers because for three hours we are on the move. We are going. So the reason why I give you that background knowledge on me is because today uh, we're going to continue to study the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Today, we're going to take a bite out of the fruit of kindness. I'm going to relate the fruit of kindness to how we can be more like my kids that I work with. I have learned so much from my kids with needs. I think they're closer to God than we are. You know, people in general can be very judgy. We're quick to judge people by their appearance and by their actions, but not the kids that I work with. They look at your intentions, and they look at your heart, just like the Bible says we should do. In 1 Samuel 16, 7, it says, But the Lord said to Samuel, don't judge by his appearance or height, for I have rejected him. The Lord doesn't see things the way people see them. People judge by outward appearances, but the Lord looks at the heart. 
what a kind trait it is to not be so judgy, but to just simply accept. Some people look at those with needs as flawed or broken, maybe even imperfect. But God looks at them as getting it right with their ability to have less judgment of the outside and more acceptance of the inside. That's kindness. All right, I'm going to need your help. Help me finish this saying. It's a saying that you promised you'd never repeat because you sound like your parents. If you don't have anything nice to say, right? I found myself saying that now that I'm a mom. But another cool personality trait of the kids that I work with is they are brutally honest. And a lot of times it works in the favor of kindness. They call it as they see it. I'll never forget when I was teaching a lesson in open arms. I had all the kids sitting near me listening really well, which is not always easy to do. And I'm teaching a lesson about God and God's love, and out of the blue, one of my kids says, Miss Kelly, I love you. How can that not put a smile on your face? I don't know if he heard a word that I just taught, but I don't care. That's kindness. If you think something nice about someone, say it. Proverbs 16, 23 and 24. From a wise mind comes wise speech. The words of the wise are persuasive. Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. Give compliments. Another one of my kids often says, you're so nice, I want to take you home. Things like that just make you feel good. It's kind. I love the idea of random acts of kindness. If you spread kindness, it's contagious. If you're kind to this person, you're going to feel good, and then you're going to be kind to that person. And it just continues. Sometimes doing a random act of kindness brings you out of your comfort zone. Rick Warren is quoted saying, God is more interested in your character than in your comfort. And believe me, I know that's true. Right now, I am not comfortable. I have no moisture in my mouth. It all came to my armpits right now. <laughs> I am not comfortable. But this is what God has called me to do. I think it might be to improve my character. We'll see. Think about a time when you experienced a random act of kindness. Did you give someone kindness? Did you receive the kindness? Think about it. Here's a story that I love about a random act of kindness with one of my kids that I work with. His name's Eli, and his mom took him to a farm, an orchard, <clears throat> Linvilla Orchard. I, I hope I'm saying that right, because I never heard of it. But they got to the orchard. They went with one of his mom's friends and her child. So all four of them just got there, and pretty quickly, 
Within a short amount of time, he gets upset, and he starts yelling, and then he drops to the ground. He's causing a scene, and she can't figure out what he wants. He can't tell her because his verbal skills are so limited. So she's trying to figure out what does he want. She doesn't know the orchard. She doesn't know the farm. She said, tears started. They started coming down her face. She didn't know what to do. But a worker stepped out of their comfort zone and walked over. It's not easy to approach a family, you don't know, of a child with needs who's causing a scene. And the worker walked over, and she said, can I help you? Those simple words. Melena, the mom, told me she stepped in when I needed her. This worker said, can I get you a, a drink or a treat for your son? And she said, I don't know what he wants. And he's still causing a scene. Eli's trying to pull his mom to these steps. She doesn't know what the steps are for. And the worker says, you know what? Those steps are for a hayride. Melena said, I didn't even know he knew what a hayride was. She had forgotten we do hayrides at Kidsit. So the worker said, oh, that's a hayride. Let me go and ask the worker if we can get Eli on the hayride. So the worker's name was Michelle. Michelle went over, and she said, I have a special friend. Can we get him on the next hayride? And they did. Eli got on the next hayride. He didn't have to wait for it. He was as happy as could be. That's what he wanted. He heard the hayride, even though he couldn't see it. It was in the distance. He could hear it, and he knew what that was. Melena told me they were able to stay at the farm for four and a half hours, and they had an awesome time. He just really wanted that hayride, and he didn't know how to say it. All because a worker stepped out of her comfort zone to approach a family having a tough time and say, can I help you? Galatians 6, 9. Let us not become tired of doing good, for if we do not give up, the time will come when we will reap the harvest. If you give kindness, you receive kindness. Eli's mom was so thankful for that small gesture. She wrote a letter to the farm to tell them how wonderful their worker Michelle was. That's kindness, to write that note of encouragement. Melena was also so thankful to the farm, she posted the story that I just told you on Facebook. Do you know that story got 850 shares? Do you know it had 6,000 likes? People never tire of hearing about kindness. Kindness is love expressed in words and actions. Many of our spiritual fruits tie together. Love and kindness strongly tie together. 
in my story that I just told you, Michelle must have had a love for children. She expressed that love with her kind actions because kindness is expressed in words and actions. Jesus has a love for us, and he expressed it with actions kinder than any other. Jesus talks about kind actions in Matthew 25, verses 35 to 40. For I was hungry, and you fed me. I was thirsty, and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me into your home. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you cared for me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink, or a stranger and show you hospitality, or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will say, I tell you the truth. When you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. These are Jesus' words, words that he himself spoke. He is directly telling us that when you do kind acts for others, you're doing kind acts for him, for Jesus. How powerful is that? The cool thing about Matthew 25 is that the people who were talking to Jesus didn't even realize that they were being kind. It wasn't forced. It was automatic. These people were being kind without expecting anything in return. That's kindness. You know how you often hear people do something nice, but then they say, you owe me. You owe me one. You know, these people did it without even expecting anything back. When you take a meal to a family in need, when you help someone with their lawn care, when you watch somebody's children to help them out, when you buy someone a drink at Wawa, when you write a note of encouragement to a person that needs it, or when you ask a struggling mother of a child who has needs, can I help you? When you do these things, you're doing them for Jesus. And most likely, I bet you're doing them without expecting anything in return. Mark Twain said, kindness is a language that the deaf can hear and the blind can see. What a cool quote is that. I want to end with these ideas for you to really walk away from here today. Or if you're sitting at home, watching and listening, think about it. My kids who have special needs, they've got it right. They show kindness and love through their words and actions. You know, they don't care what they look like when they're singing praises to God. They just sing with a pure heart. They don't care about money 
They don't care about what they own. They care about people and how those people feel. My kids aren't questioning the almighty, all-knowing God. They have a simple acceptance of the truth. They have that childlike faith that we all wish we had. If we can work on all that in our lives, how much more kindness would we put out there for others to see and feel? Remember what I told you. God does not care about your comfort level. He cares about your character. So let your character show kindness. Let's pray. Dear God, I just praise you that I'm here today, able to be here and have this opportunity. I thank you that we can all be reminded of the fact that we need to walk in Jesus' footsteps by showing kindness and spreading kindness. I also thank you for the kind hearts of my kids with needs and the lessons that they teach us. You may get a point to show your strongest lessons using the least expected people. Help us to remember that. I pray that you will bless each and every person here and online. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.